Now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Well, uh, it's... Uh, it's uh, I'm sorry, I was late, uh, Bob and Ray. Gee, uh, this reminds us of another reason, I guess, why uh, your career came to an abrupt end, uh... Kent, this is Kent Bursley, friends, the famous, uh, Kent Birdley, the famous old-time uh, radio announcer. Hi, Kent. Hi, uh, Kent, didn't you miss some important program or something like that? Uh, well, I missed, uh, one of the first big network shows that I had the chance to, uh... It was a, a presidential inauguration, wasn't it? Yes. And then didn't you use the wrong name for the president? I mean, you were all confused and nervous. I used his first initial. I, I couldn't remember. His first name. I remember. And you were late starting and all. Well, I believe it's... it was uh, when uh, Mr. Hoover was inaugurated. Yes. And I believe I introduced him as Mr. H. Hoover. Couldn't remember his name was uh, was Herbert. Well, I didn't have all of my fact sheets there, and I right. arrived late at the White House. And, and uh, uh, of course, selling balloons. You were selling balloons probably all night, weren't you? No, I started selling balloons the next night. Oh, that's all. Well, uh, sorry you're late. Uh, uh, incidentally, I know it will be. Back in Phenomat. What does he come in during the program? Like well, not often, but uh, he's been in several times while we were on the air. Yeah. Does a good job, though, don't you think? Yes, he does. Hey, what's that? Yeah. Well, okay, sir. Will you hurry along out the vacuum, please? Good. I was going to say, ask a favor of you, rather. Would you mind if I didn't uh, arrive? Here tomorrow, if I took off for home tonight. Uh, well, uh, uh, someone was driving to the coast, and I'd have a chance for a free uh, ride. Yeah, you going back to Hawaii, Kent? I, I'm going back to Maui uh, as soon as I can get to coast. Well, okay then, Kent. Uh, gee, uh, will, will, will you have time to stay around to sign the show off? Yes, I can stay around. Now they're leaving about eleven thirty. Yeah, and it is a chance for. A, or uh, to get out there with uh, very little experience. Yeah, was that the same shirt uh, you had on when you first came here a week ago? I don't remember uh, what I was wearing. That uh, yeah, the... it, it could be, yes. Yeah, do you need some... Uh... Do you need, need... Ray, no, you're going to embarrass him. Well, this right. is something to take okay. up after right, we leave Okay, yeah, sit there, Ken. We'll talk to you right after we walk the air. We would like to talk now to our friends, the McBeeby twins, and their... Uh, family singers who are such a hit a few weeks back. Claude and Clyde, would you come over here and tell us how things have been going for you? You uh, <coughs> just arrived a little while ago. I saw you come in. Well, that's right. We've right. been, been playing, playing uh, all around the east, east and Midwest, and Midwest at the high school, high school auditoriums, auditoriums. And I've uh, been, very, been very successful. And I want to thank, thank you, you Bob for well, we always like to help you whenever you're in town, and I will say we had quite a batch of very good mail concerning the uh, family singers whom you introduced last time. My uh, yeah. wife, wife was listening, was listening at, home, at home, and, and uh, you fellas certainly, certainly have a wonderful have a sense of humor. Because she told me how, how we talked, talked badly, badly we sounded after we left the studio, and, and uh, commented, commented on the, uh, the banana cake that she made. You fellas are really great. Well, of course, we were only fooling, as I'm sure she 
uh, was able to read into it. Yes, sir. But well, uh, the big uh, uh, reason uh, we're here in, uh, in New, York New York is that, is, uh, uh, that uh, we heard that uh, there is uh, some plans about uh, to do a, uh, a musical, uh, musical production on Broadway based on the story of our family singers. Well, that has been done, you know, with uh, the uh, the Trap family. They've made uh, Sound of Music, which is a real big hit and a wonderful show. And I don't know whether anybody else wants to tackle a family singer group or not. So, uh, so uh, we'd like to have you listen to, to our, listen family our family singers, and, and uh, for any, uh, any producers who think that there may be a journey, a journey here for a Broadway, for a Broadway show, show. Uh, I'd like, them, like to to have them listen to the family singers and the Tennessee Waltz. Go ahead, kids. I was wild, not yet, Alan. I was waltzing with my darling. to them. They were trying. Oh, thank you thank very you much. much. And I'm awfully sorry, sorry that, that, that one that man down front, front, or two or many as it was, didn't enjoy the family, family singers. singers. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, if you care to give us your name, name maybe, maybe we can meet you after, after the, the show, show and punch you in the nose. nose. Well, I don't think we can get into any... Hammerstein! Don't get into any fights now. Well, in that case, would you like some banana cake? I don't think we need any more of it, do we, Ray? No, I think he meant for old Rogers out there and his good friend Hammerstein. Well, you can palm off the banana cake to them if you can. Okay. Well, thanks again very, very much, Bob Ray. Good luck to you and to ourselves. Come on, kids. Bye, the babies and your family singers. The door, thank you. Now, don't take any of that banana cake. Please, Rogers and Hammerstein, don't touch it. Really, it's awful. We had some the last time. Weren't they terrible, though? Hmm? That along with their singing. <laughs> and if Mrs. McBaby's listening, hi, Moms. Only kidding. At all. <laughs> now then, here now with us for a chat is our good friend Ward Stuffer, our roving literary critic of the air, and he's here to discuss a book of military significance, I understand. Ward, you look a little peaky. Well, uh, during the past week, I've read 50 or 60 books that I couldn't put down till I'd finished them, and uh, a thing like that can keep you awake. Sure. Well, the book you're prepared to discuss today yes, is... Yes, The War Memoirs of a Private, Barracks and Brickbats, written by ex-PFC Franklin Hardy. Mm-hmm. I found it a very revealing book. I did, too, as a matter of fact. After reading it, I wondered how we managed to win the war. Is the material about Sergeant Elmont Furs really true, Ward? Well, I, I checked out some of it. And the story about Staff Sergeant Furs is true. Well, that's a fact, then, that Sergeant Furs was drinking malteds at the PX when he that's should have... That's right, when he should have been supervising the scrubbing down of a barracks floor. Well, that's certainly shocking. Well, I talked to a lot of men who'd been stationed with uh, Sergeant Furs at Fort Whalen. 
in Georgia. And they all thought he was a highly overrated as a, as a military uh, figure. And uh, about Sergeant Furs playing poker on April 12, 1943, is that true? That's too? right. He was playing poker with some other military figures. Uh, about an hour before his men were due out on the parade ground for their calisthenics. And uh, that was one of the war's biggest military fiascos, wasn't it, Ward? Yes, instead of playing poker, Sergeant Furs should have been telling his men where the parade ground was and how to get there. And because he neglected to do so, many of his men never reached the parade ground. That's correct. And those men who did manage to locate the parade ground, well, they were totally unprepared. Uh, many of them didn't even know uh, what exercise was. Ward, when you read the book... Uh, wasn't it surprising to you that a man like Furs was able to achieve the high military rank of sergeant? Well, uh, Private Hardy discusses that point in Chapter 6 of his book, Bob. Mm -hmm. uh, despite Sergeant Furs' shortcomings as a military leader, he was a first-rate opportunist. He was promoted and, uh, to sergeant during his first week in the Army, wasn't yes. he? Yes. On the second day in the Army, Furs went over the hill, and when he was brought back, he discovered that his uh, fellow soldiers had developed tremendous respect and admiration for him. Leadership qualities. That's huh? right, and his commanding officer promoted him uh, to sergeant the very next day. Well, Ward Stuffer, after reading the book, do you feel the war might have been shortened if someone other than Sergeant Furs had been running things? Well, now I'm not here to... I mean, I'm a book reviewer. I'm not a military man, and uh, I think uh, it would be possible for me to... Uh... Well, General Brookside read the book, and he said that if Sergeant Furs had been relieved of his command, yeah. the war might possibly have been shortened by 15 or 20 minutes. Well, uh, as, an allied, well uh, as an allied commander, General Brookside made mistakes himself. I don't think any of us will ever forget the day he dropped three divisions of paratroops on London. Well, only time and history will tell. Thank you for being with us, Ward Stuffer, roving critic of the air. Right you are, Kay. I'm, uh, hello. Hi, Mary. Mary I'm McGoon, friends. heading home uh, tomorrow, after tomorrow's program up to Putney, Vermont, for uh, the weekend. It's been quite a while since you've paid I'm a visit to the folks back there. going home. to start up a little sociable uh, crowd up there. Good, well. Sociable. You going skiing or anything over the weekend? No, no. Mostly uh, just trying to be sociable. Well. The house all lit up on the corner. Well, you know how to do it. Yes, I know. I know where Kent. Yeah. We'd like to say goodbye. I think you would too to uh, Kent Lyle Bird. Leave well, I wake him up. Kent, leave Buddy, you must be tired, huh? Well, Ken, we want to thank you. It's been a oh. wonderful week. We hope you get your ride. I've certainly Coast. enjoyed the opportunity of speaking uh -huh. to millions of people again, and uh, I hope I will be seeing you soon. Good. Uh, shake hands, Kent. Funny fish in there. Okay. Uh, thank you. Our famous sign off in just ten seconds. Until uh, tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs.